Ladies and gentlemen, and however you define yourself, welcome to the Chips and Bits Podcast. 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 That's my intro. I mean, I don't even know. What I to just say. really felt like that chip tune wasn't really conveying who we really are. So we needed something a little more operatic. I mean, that's, uh, that's as close as you can get to Because we're a more ma- mature podcast. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, uh, to the Chips of Its podcast. I'm Kenny Myers, and with me as always... Matthew Anderson. Let's take care of some bullshit. You can find us online at chips-and-bits.com. Dot com. Those are letters, not the words. Those are symbols, not the words. This is going great. Uh, our Twitter is at chips in bits, like just a single N. And that's also our Facebook, uh, our Patreon, which, of course, if you're watching the live stream, as many of you are, uh, is uh, is at, well, you can find it on our website. What is it? Patreon.com slash chips and bits, I think. Yeah, uh, or you could just go to our website again. The thing with the dashes and the dots, uh, and find it there. Uh, we offer a lot of really cool stuff. We have a Discord that we occasionally talk in. We're there all the time, uh, talking to people, mostly berating me for my opinions about Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, we have live streams, of course, bonus episodes, which are turning out to be really fun. I'm really enjoying those. Uh, a newsletter, which I think is just the best. Uh, I just think it's the best thing we offer for non-biased reason, for objective reasons, I would say, Matt. Uh, and of course, we give shout outs. And this week's shout out is our good friend, Zachary. Hi, Zach. We know you personally. We do. Uh, Zach's the guy who always plays games with us and we love playing games with him. And in fact, uh, he played, uh, Mass Effect 3 multiplayer with us originally and Gears of War. And we recently started playing Tsushima with him again. And it's been a pleasure uh, just having him back in our lives with his witty, silent, but then one word comments that just destroy the room. Just destroy the word. Just make us laugh. And, and thank you for supporting yes. the podcast. Most importantly, you're a good guy. We don't have a paragraph about everyone who supports the podcast. Uh, unfortunately, we don't know a lot of you personally, but also fortunately, yet, in many ways. Yet. yet. Uh, but we're hoping to, because everyone's getting vaccinated, baby. Woo! Everyone's getting the needle. Uh, you know, let's see. Uh, you could like us on iTunes, but you could also follow us on Spotify now, because if I if you're not going to go on iTunes and review us, then follow us on Spotify, and we'll take that Spotify money any day. Any day. Uh, they need that content, and we've got that content. That's our that's our sales pitch. Um, yeah, and then you can like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Man, we're just becoming more and more like an asshole podcast, Matt. Yeah, it's the dream. We just got all these things. Next thing you know, it's me undies and fucking Squarespace. Can't wait. Yeah, think when we have that money, we won't have to do anything for reals. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, let's queue up. Uh, let's queue up the audio. How about that? And we'll start the show.
sweet, sweet song. What a tasty theme song. I got a request to shorten our uh, side quests uh, theme song. I bet you did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's one of our Patreon benefits. That's the other podcast. We have a a very, what I would say, brilliant theme song. Yeah. Matthew, today, uh, I think I should give a little history about your and I's love of superheroes. Interesting. Sounds great. You and I, uh, in spite of all odds, because of this podcast, uh, hang out outside of the podcast, and we go and see every one of these movies whenever they launch. I don't think that's true. I don't feel like I've hung out with you in like a whole year. You hung out with me a month ago. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. I was trying to trying to make a... Uh... Not only not only do we do this podcast, but Matt decided to like enclose himself with a group of people and me for COVID so that we could hang out. So it's all on him. That's true. This is all his fault. Um, And we both grew up with comic books. We both love comic books. Uh, I wouldn't say the Avengers was my favorite comic books. I mean, I would I would say that the Avengers were very B list until Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I'd agree. Like the Justice League was the big team of power hitters, even though I wasn't a DC fan. I mean, I was into, I was pretty into Fantastic Four too. Yeah, I mean, Marvel's first family—you gotta love it. Coming sometime in the near future. So, when one of our favorite developers, uh, well, one of my favorite developers, and one developer that Matt liked their first game, mm. uh, got a Marvel's license. It, it it seemed Marvel's Avengers license. Yeah. It seemed really promising. Yeah, totally. Well, Matt, was it really promising? Uh, I think it's really promising. Yeah. You yeah. think after its release, it's really promising still. That's think, a, an important yes. point to make. I think after finishing it <laughs> <laughs> and then playing some of the multiplayer. I think I could safely say that it is really promising. <laughs> uh, yes, I agree. Unfortunately, Marvel's Avengers uh, isn't the blockbuster you want it to be, but it has so many, like, comparatively, it's like a, a, a game as a service, right? So, like, Destiny would be one, Warframe would be one. Um, World of Warcraft obviously being the the big one, um, in a sense. I guess that's it, a different... It might be like the worst uh, implementation of a game as a service yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I will say that its standing is better than where Destiny started out. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's... But it also has some of the same, like, positive as Destiny. Like, Destiny, from the beginning had just the it just the best feeling first person shooter like gunplay like just shooting guns and walking around and jumping it just it just feels really good they just have really nailed down how that feels and similarly i think avengers has just really actually done a fantastic job of nailing down like the avengers each individual mm-hmm. hero is as like playable classes with different styles of play um like if I could take those the heroes they have and the heroes we played in this game and put them in a f- tremendous single player game, it would be phenomenal. Like, I mean, it could be. 
It could be. It it, it promise the promise of phenomenal. Yes, the promise is there. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like because these are the developers. It's Crystal Dynamics. They're the ones who did Tomb Raider, which you and I both love. Uh, and then the other Tomb Raiders, which Matt didn't want to finish the third one, and I liked them. Uh, but they that also first did one, one of my uh, one of my favorite older series. They were responsible for the the Soul Reaver games, which were awesome. Is that Kane? Yeah, I'd never played those games. Yeah, I, I love the Soul Reaver games. Uh, Matt, why don't you give more uh, more opinion to the audience about this game? Yeah, I mean, it's this is one of those games where, you know, it's fine. Um, the game is fine. I think that there are some parts of it that are done really well. You 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 keyed in on one of them, and that is that you know they have to. This game has to encapsulate a bunch of different characters, and those characters are widely different superheroes with different powers and abilities, and so the variety to the gameplay and all their skill trees, how each of them feels and plays is really different. Um, and when you play them, most of them, uh, it's really fun to play them because, you know, you really feel like you are that hero. There's pros and cons apparently that come with that strategy. One of the huge cons is that if you have characters that are tied to the ground and are people um, that are required to run places, obviously those characters will move a lot different than a Hulk that can jump half a football field or a Thor or an Iron Man who can fly. And you have to build environments that can work for both of those kinds of characters. And I wouldn't want that challenge. Uh, and I certainly don't feel like, you know, the, the game developers rose to that challenge with the level environments. I mean, some of these levels that you'll play, if you choose a different character, it, it seems like you almost can't play the game in the same way because you can't access certain areas as easily. It takes forever to get places, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, there's, there's some trade-offs that needed to be made in order to, I think, make the game function at all. Um, but then on the flip side, there's some really, you know, positive aspects of it. There is at least from the current cinematic universe, uh, for sure. This game loosely follows as the main character, uh, Miss Marvel. And, I thought they did a really good job with, you know, that character, the arc, uh, specifically like the the voice acting. I thought she like I, I saw what they were going for with with her. It's not my my particular style of character, but she was she was, you know, her uh, how she interacted with with all the um, coming of age aspects of the story was was pretty um, endearing, um, like super cute uh, developing relationship between um, her and all the other like old old tire avengers so some of that was was really cool um but yeah it it became really apparent really quickly that some of the other voice acting was not as not as strong um and also it's just like uh i don't know if you had the same thing that i had uh kenny but as you soon as fucking, wait, wait wait when as soon as iron man started talking and you were like oh god not him again yeah like not Nolan playing North an overly again. sarcastic character who's like i don't know I don't know what uh, Naughty Dog does, but they reel him in very well. Apparently, yeah, because it was it it got so old so fast. Iron Man portrayal was so poorly written too. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was just like they were trying to make him. Uh, they were trying to make him Robert Downey Jr. without 
the wit of Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it, it's like, I, it's weird when you now with the movies now to see like these characters in different formats and hear voices from them or see their faces and not see um, right the the MCU Avengers. But him in particular, I was just like, oh, that's that's not a good choice. However, they used every single famous voice actor that they could. <laughs> and I thought everyone else did a really great job. Uh, what's his name? Trey something as uh, uh, Bruce Banner. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. Uh, the guy who played Joel in The Last of Us. He was fantastic. He just gave a really good performance. It could be subtle. It could be the Hulk. Uh, he did both, I believe. Uh, I thought the Black Widow performance, which is uh, female Shepard. Yeah. Uh who she's just she's great in everything she's in she her ability to convey anything through her voice is just so good she just gets timing no matter what shit she's given but fucking iron man just like wacky iron man with nolan north yeah i think it's amazing that drake is so lovable considering i think it's a really good point to make because it, it, it was i remember seeing the trailers for this game and thinking who are those Avengers? You know, who are those stupid Avengers? <laughs> those, yeah. those don't look like my Avengers. And but yet, when you started playing this game, as soon as you got used to the new characters, it, it became believable. And I and I stopped questioning it. it except, Cap especially, yeah, Cap, yeah. I thought they did a the, the the actor who played Captain America. That's always a hard role to yeah, like. Yeah, and he was so corny in the right way. Like he was so overly cap and it was great but every, like iron iron man absolutely not like every time he every came time on the screen, he spoke every time you heard the voice you're just like oh <laughs> it was so annoying um i mean it's and you know like nolan north has given some amazing performances in yeah. great games it's just like uh i don't know if you've ever played the deadpool game uh no. okay well it's like the Iron Man voice turned up to 3,000. It's he's the main, he voices Deadpool. It's like times 3,000 with even worse jokes. It's really bad. That sounds terrible. You need to like look up a clip of it. It's awful. Yeah. So off the top of my head, that's kind of like the stuff that sticks out to me. I also think that like if I have to pick a side, if I have to pick a side of fine to wind up on, this is certainly one of those games in which you know, some of the nitpicky things that, you know, sometimes show up in a, in a lower budget game or an indie game, uh, but the game itself can sort of carry itself through those things, which you wouldn't expect from a huge triple a game were in this game. And so <laughs> that, that made it so that, um, you know, if I have to pick a side of fine, I would pick the bad side of fine, um, where I think there was lots of distractions as well. You know, I I do think that the level design was the biggest one, but I also, for the sake of the machine, the powerful machine that I was using to play this game, experienced tons of performance issues, not just like lagging, but crashes, uh, a lot of artifacting, the menu system and all of the interfaces are not just slow and absolutely cumbersome. I don't know why they require so much, you know, computer power to run, but they're um, still slow, no matter the computer. They're so slow. Um, Yeah. So stuff like that. Booting the um, game is incredibly slow. Yeah. It's, and it's and it's one of those things where it's like sometimes it's psychological and it's a bit of a perception thing. And yeah. what happens in this game is you see the first two like title sequences where they're showing you all the logos that, you know, that of the software that's on it. And then it's like press A to start. 
when you press A, it does this transition and the transition freezes every time. Every time you're every starting time. the game, the transition freezes. It's just not a good look, you know, when like the, every time you run it, the first experience you see is like, oh yeah, there's another one of those glitches. Um, and just the menu system itself as well was way too big, super cumbersome, and very cluttered. You had to go and access it a lot. And every time I went in there, I just was forgetting where everything was and found it really, really difficult to find stuff. Um, yeah, I, I hinted a little bit at the level design. And I think the, the best way to notice the difference is that when you played the, well, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but for me, when I played the, 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 the like confined spaces, the, the, the levels that took place in, inside of buildings uh, or things of that nature, the game felt a lot better. Um, there, you know, you, things you noticed were like the destructive nature of the environment, especially if you got like a closed level and you were the Hulk and you could just break anything. It was super yeah. impressive and it felt really fun. But the open And if you levels, have an Intel processor, which we did, you can turn on their effects, which just adds like three times the amount of debris for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. So that stuff was really fun. Uh, and then, you know, conversely, when you get into the open world stuff, you felt like you were just going from confined space to confined space a lot. And so if you happen to pick Iron Man or Thor and you could just quickly like fly from point A to point B, it was like, yeah, this is cool. But otherwise, oh my gosh, I was having, I was having Kenny level Ghost of Tsushima triggering happening where I was just running as Black Widow <laughs> through a field for what seemed like forever just to get to the next group of baddies so that I could. You got to use your grapple, buddy. That gets you places quicker. I mean, sure. All right, fine. Then like Hulk or Miss Marvel or who anybody else that I don't. Each one of them has like traversal shortcuts. You just have to learn them. Yeah. Um, Obviously, though, I mean, you're going to be faster flying as Iron Man or Thor. Oh, and then there were the and then there were the facial animations which you know the graphics in this game are when they're working and they're not glitchy we're super impressive and there's lots of really impressive really great um lighting effects particle effects destructive environments all that jazz stuff you'd you'd expect and it was great super great Um, even good haptics i thought yep and then there were these facial animations which were just at times just utterly garbage not just like sinking hard to do right yeah, sync, not just the syncing with voice and eyes, though. You know, like that. That I, I still to these to this day expect a little bit of, and I, I don't, I don't hold a fine tooth comb to it. But just like weird, especially with Miss Marvel and with Hulk, they had most of the like close up interactions, um, and their weird like looks at each other, where I think they were trying to convey emotion, but it just almost looked like I don't know they had to take a dump or something. I was just like, this is so weird looking, and for a game of this stature, I just wasn't expecting that kind of weirdness to pull me back out of the game so yeah you know i i didn't notice the facial animations but i did notice when i upgraded my machine uh to the uh uh, like the newer nvidia cards uh, the mythical non-existent nvidia cards uh obviously a lot of the problems went away because of the performance boost but i remember just the the amount of energy like the PC was using just to show the Avengers. I mean, it, you can't really run it at 4K. Did you turn on DLSS? I'm curious. Yeah, that's on. Okay. So it probably got a little better when that came out. But when I first played it, it didn't have DLSS. And I now can play it without DLSS, but it takes a very high-powered card. Hmm. Uh, and it still glitches like mad. Like mad. Uh, it 
it's kind of an interesting game because it's very like it's like it's just like it's medium like yeah it's fun to play the story's short when it's done you really don't want to explore the rest of the universe yeah you know it it's because the level design the level design is is so boring it's so boring like the locations essentially there's regions and each region has like a feel it's like snow grass and forest and that's it like you don't really get much of anything else from it and when you go to like cool locations like a place called the ant hill which is ant-man's like base it's it's awesome the first time but then there's really nothing left to draw you back to it this game has a real problem with creating things to draw you back to places but when they do like really good compelling missions like the last mission is fantastic and it's so fantastic because you've learned everything you had but you also go through every single avenger as you're trying to get through to the boss and it's a good boss fight like it's it's fun it's challenging uh it has a big literal big twist at the end um and it's interesting and it and it it does a nice job with the story and it's the most interesting level minus the san francisco level in the game like there's two levels this is the first level and the last level which are not replayable levels uh and those are the most interesting levels in the game yeah that's that i I, I think you know i was i'm remembering that i was hinting i was teasing a little bit that this was like the worst version of a game as a service. There are plenty of reasons why, but one of those is kind of exactly what you were just alluding to, which is this game requires like lots of other games, a lot of learning and specifically grinding to level up your characters. The, the skill trees are immense. And so like there, if, if you and I, for example, had not played any multiplayer afterwards and, and I hadn't picked one character, I decided to go with Thor um, when we were playing together, if we hadn't played those couple of maps and gotten like some of those other powers, I would have not had as much fun even with that one character. And I feel like at the end of the entire single player campaign and what four or five levels with you of multiplayer, I think I had unlocked a quarter, a fifth or a quarter of the skill tree. Uh, and there's entirely different branches of like playing, like healing capabilities, like big stuff that you won't experience unless you spend a lot of time with this game. And there is almost nothing when you get done with the main uh, components of the campaign, the single player campaign that would encourage you to go and do that grinding and find all that stuff to level up your characters. And you'd have to do that with every one. Like if you wanted to be skilled with each Avenger and have played with and messed around with all the powers to know how you felt about them and which one you thought was the coolest then you'd want to stick with. I don't even know how many hours you'd have to spend on this game, but I'm certainly not going to spend that time in this game to do it. So I think if you're trying to sell this as some sort of, you know, service that you're going to come back to and get new content and continue to grind away at stuff, like I, I don't know how you thought that was going to work. Cause there's, there's no, nothing compelling in there for me to do it. Uh, you know, it's funny. There was a big hubbub recently because they announced that they're actually going to make leveling harder. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> and the, the hubbub, everyone was just like, this game is like dying. Like, why would you make it grindier? Like, that's the problem. It's boring to grind. Yeah, it is. it really it's is. super boring to grind in the game. I mean, it, they're like... The, the areas look so samey like destiny to their credit at least puts you in like new areas you know you'd revisit some areas for sure but 
at least when you explored someplace, it wasn't just like, oh, now here's the snowy right. Pacific Northwest. <laughs> like, it was so bad. And the villain variety isn't too high. I mean, this is the fucking universe that has access to universes of things. Right. Like, it, you're given the entire Marvel, like, playbook. And the first thing you do, like the first character you do for an Avenger is, is Kate Bishop as Hawkeye. Who's a great character. Don't get me wrong, but there's someone called the vision. Like, there's a, like, like the choices made are so weird. Uh, and I've heard Kate Bishop's great to play and, uh, Hawkeye, you know, those are cool characters, but like, I don't know. Like, it's just what to play them and what, like they've announced these new missions and they're like, I think, I think they're supposed to be as compelling as, like, the, oh, my gosh, why are you yawning so much? Oh, I must be thinking of the level design in this game. <laughs> um, just, like, like uh, supposedly the DLC, which are free, uh, I think they weren't going to be, uh, but now they are. They, like, I'm sure there's more story-based missions because they're actual stories to play through, which is, like, where th- I think this game is really successful. Yeah. Uh, like, playing the Avengers or uh, Kamala in a, in a Kamala. I forget. I confused the vice. Uh, I think president. she's Kamala. In, in Kamala. And yeah, yeah, I've been switching them up too much lately. <laughs> uh, both heroes in my mind, they uh, like even just playing her in the first level where you're sort of exploring like New York was more interesting than 90% of the filler in between. Uh, yeah well i mean yeah we haven't even touched on the whole i I hinted at the level traversal but they also have a traversal problem with the bases where you get into these bases you know your ship or the anthill and it takes forever to get to one mary hey you need to go to the the launch pad (laughs) and uh speak with this person and you'll say okay well for some reason they thought it'd be a good idea to like down speed your running capability so you kind of like lightly jog around the ship from place to place and you have to do it an awful lot and sometimes it's like hey um go from the control room to the landing pad and so you'll do that and you'll be like oh for god's sakes and you'll get all the way there and they'll be like you'll talk to a person and there'll be two lines of dialogue and be like okay now go back to the control room you're like dude <laughs> I, I just came from the control room it took me five minutes to get here i don't want to go back there what are you doing now imagine you're on a horse and it gets mm. even more frustrating if i just was trying horse, to get to a point what i felt like i had a relationship you know with and that was i, I think you finally understood how i felt and that's I mean, how i felt whether dude, or not you agree with it that is that that for yes. that frustration that you just captured is exactly how I felt. Yeah, no, I know how you felt. I I just think it's you know errant and incorrect, and in no way anywhere close to this particular game at all. They're no, light years uh, different. Well, the feeling is close. Uh, no, it's not close at all. Uh, we can't make this Ghost of Tsushima too. I have we a feeling could. that's going mean, to be we a may, theme. We might as theme well for the next year. Uh, <laughs> I will say this though: Tsushima did have good level design. I mean, it was sure pretty did. to look at. Sure did. Uh, yeah. Except for those those uh, Mongol bases. Those were They terrible. were pretty boring. They <laughs> were just like, you know what they were like? They were like aim bases. It's like, oh, look. They sure were. And another empty house. Oh, look, another elevator. It's the same feeling. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the, uh, the other thing that you I, I, I Are we talking about Marvel? I'm not yes. going to have any more. Yes. Okay, go. 
No, the other thing you didn't mention when it came to sort of the lack of creativity were, you know, the, the game, the game has enemies, uh, and it does that thing where, you know, it's got a droid and it's, they, they think that it's going to be challenging for you to encounter seven different versions of the droid. So this is one of those games like many others that has also that problem with um, trying to get you into the menu system to scroll through things and read them all. They've got a codex, which is basically the library of the things you've encountered, worlds, people, villains. And, you know, it's like, it's like the phone badge. You know, there's like a blinking light. that's like, Hey, there's something new in here. You should check it out and you'll go into it. And every time I went into it, I just thought about what you were talking about, which was I'm here. I'm in the codex. I'm in the droid section. Look how many different droids there are that are exactly the same as other yeah. droids. Ooh, let me click into this one. Oh, this one's a synthoid. How many different types of synth? Oh, there's eight different kinds of synthoids that look exactly the same. And one then of them's got se- a shield. There's seasonal, seasonal synthoid. You know, that's an- that's I think one of the key frustrations. So I think you brought up a fair point, which is trying to design a level that works for the amount of characters abilities that they did is very hard they didn't do it but it's very hard they didn't do a good job but it's very hard but uh trying to design villains in the marvel universe which has right Right. so many not hard at all (laughs) when you play batman you go up against bane you go up mm-hmm. against Scarecrow. You go up against the Penguin. Like when you play Avengers, you go up against Abomination, Taskmaster, and a Modok. Mm-hmm. Three villains. But really, you don't have to go up against Abomination or Taskmaster if you don't want to. And there's no real compelling reason for you to do it. So really, you just go up against Modok. That's it. No, you do if you want to play through the story. No, I didn't have to. Yeah, you had to. Nope. It's one of the Hulk missions. It's the first Hulk Kamala mission. Oh yeah, I punched him, but not Taskmaster. Uh, he's in the San Francisco mission. Oh, in the in the in the prologue. Yeah, yeah. See, I forgot all about that. <laughs> I played through it twice, and I and admittedly, like I enjoyed playing through the campaign again. It was very breezy and light fun. Like it's like dumb distraction, but not compelling enough to make me want to commit more than through the campaign on it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. What would you do if you had the Marvel license, the Avengers license? Let's not. You're not pulling in Wolverine. Although you Not could argue this. that he's an Avenger. Not this. Yeah. You know what? You know what I would have done? Exactly what they did with the goddamn movies. That's what I would have done. I would have developed, you know, really, really good versions. Like the Spider-Man equivalent uh, for Thor and for Iron Man, for each of, you know, because those don't exist. We don't have those yet. Um, yeah. And I would have done that along the way, have a couple meaningful crossovers. And you know what? If you spent years building all of the engine and understanding of how the different characters worked and the level design and all that jazz. So that at some point in time you could create a Marvel game like this, where they all came together and there was some sort of meaningful, you know, sync in the universe. Maybe that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, hey, I, I have great news for you. What's that? Spider-Man's a PlayStation exclusive on Marvel Avengers. <laughs> so you Seriously? can have your Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so dumb i know <sighs> I, I hate games like this that plan to be huge games like i hate games that do this like Absolutely. cyberpunk did it too 
Like it reminds me of the first time I went to go visit um, Salt Lake City. No offense to anyone that lives in Salt Lake City, but it was after the Olympics had been there, and all I could think of was cool. It looks like they expected this city to be more popular after the Olympics than it is now. (laughs) Cause like there's so much open freeway and stuff here and it's just not, it's just empty. Like there's nothing here. Um, it felt a lot like that where they were like, Hey, let's assume this is going to be as popular as we think it is just cause it has the word Marvel attached to it. And let's build something where we can like string people along. And then they don't do a really good job of setting a bait and drawing you from one thing to the next. And I don't really care what they come up with next. I'm probably not going to play it. Uh, well, I mean, if it's another Tomb Raider, like the ones they do, I'll, I'll play it. I no, like no. It. I'm talking about what they do next with the Marvel license. It's like, you've well, already, they've already like, released content that you haven't played. You've so. already got a left a bad taste in my mouth. Now you have to, you know, override that. They've actually talked about what they're doing next. It's a Wakanda uh expansion with uh with uh, and are you gonna be able to play as black panther yes i mean we'll see we'll see i will (laughs) say i don't think they'll pull it off unless they design wakanda well yeah i i i'll say that like the most fun i had playing this game was playing multiplayer with with you the the caveats there being a you have to have a, a friend that you enjoy playing games with to play with. That helps make it fun. B, uh, you have mind. to have, <laughs> you have to have, uh, as I alluded to, definitely have gone through a large majority of the game, if not the whole single player campaign, so that you've leveled up your character enough, one character enough, so that you kind of have a, an idea as to who you might like to play with. But uh, again, I mean, <laughs> Thor, who I chose to play uh, some multiplayer levels with Kenny was the one I had the most affinity for at that point in time, even though he's not one of my favorite characters. And so I chose him, but at the end of those four or five missions that you and I played together, he was so much better (laughs) than when I had started. All I could think of was, man, it's too bad. I didn't get to play with this Thor while I was playing the actual game. Cause that would have been really fun. (laughs) I, uh, same for, uh, well, I got played with in my first playthrough. I kind of focused on Cap, and he was really fun too. Oh, and yeah. Black Widow is too. Yeah. I have no fun with Iron Man. I think he's just so hard to do things with. He was beyond really his voice. Yeah. Not not just his voice, but like yeah, I felt like how oh, we never even talked about that. But I certainly felt like well, first of all, I had the most difficulty learning the style of and and enjoying the play style of of Hulk. Yeah, um, he's hard, but. He was, even though I felt like I wasn't good at playing with that character, he was still super fun to play with just because he was so brawly. Like he certainly felt like Hulk when you played him. I just didn't feel like I was really capable with him. Uh, whereas with Iron Man, he should have been a lot better than the implementation of him was. I mean, you basically just did a bunch of like punch, punch, uppercut with some jets, and then like the cool blasty things where you did like some kind of acrobatic behind your bed and that was it and it was over and over again i just kept thinking dude iron man is so much cooler than this do you know what the key is you won't be surprised it's upgrading him to unlock his cool skills he has like rockets that he'll shoot that do dance like he does a bunch of cool stuff i I bet it just takes me like three playthroughs of every mission before i get like a cool skill with it was just like ugh, so annoying quickly run through this forest to this aim base get in this elevator I thought we had gotten over elevators as like a species in video hey, man. games. Not with Square Enix. They like elevators. Yep. And, they really uh, do. Yep. They like elevators. They like... Uh, There's even that? elevators in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Although I will say the elevators in this are very well designed. 
everything looks beautiful and no one's going to argue that. Nope. Of course, your machine, your machine's probably doing this all the time. <laughs> My machine was doing that on the menu screen. Every <laughs> yeah. time I started up, I'm just like, <laughs> well, <laughs> here come the fans. <laughs> terrible. Ah, terrible. Well, Marvel's Avengers, you were a nice segue game so that Matt and I could have a breezy, <laughs> have a breezy March after taking out a lot of bigger games. Thank you so much for that. But yeah. would mm-hmm. we recommend people play you? Uh, maybe if it's five bucks. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. If it's five bucks, play it's, it. But it's like a, it's like a ten dollar game. I um, would say it's like a seven dollar game, and it's a seven dollar game if you have somebody that also buys it and you can play together. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I went, that's the thing you missed out on is when we first started playing. That I could, you could actually get three other people to play with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but then they all left because it's boring, and mm-hmm. just like that, we're gonna leave too. Hopefully, not for the same reasons. Hopefully you're still listening. Uh, But I think it's time to call it a night. This has been the Chips and Bits podcast. Uh, You have a lovely Monday or whenever you listen to this. Hmm. My name's Kenny Myers. And I'm Matthew Anderson. And thank you so much for listening.